What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Money Making Podcast. <laughs> this is uh, John Phillips and Nick Smith. And sorry I couldn't be with you guys last week. I was driving some Ubers so I could get more money to play DFS. How's it going, Nick? It's going great, man. I Unfortunately, last weekend was a more money-losing weekend, but that's okay. I'm ready to write the shit, get right back on it. I did dive into – I don't exactly know why, but I had – in DFS, I found myself with a couple of dimes. I had like 40 cents or something. So I was like, let me toss this into some dime tournaments and actually won a couple dollars. So I am uh, – I don't know. I'm getting the tickle and the fancy for doing some tournaments. So I might dive in in a couple dollar or two dollar tournaments this weekend to shake things up a little bit. Those are fun. Those are always fun. All right. Let's get into last week. What do we got first? We we should get into our uh High over-unders, what's the target? Right, so let's let's check and see what the target for this week is. It's never been done before. It's going to need planning, a large crew. Guns? Exactly. A lot of security. But the take, what's the target? Eight figures each. What's the target? When was the last time you were in Vegas? I love that. That's so good every time. All right. We start off with some some juiciness. And I'm gonna recommend we're we're both gonna recommend some players from this game. I feel like this is the the only game where you you cannot avoid it. You have to have pieces because it's not only a huge smash fest, but Outside of it, it's it's not too uh, high point totals after that, to be honest. Right. And it's kind of a small slate because is it two games in in London? There's only one game in London, but there's quite a few buys this week. Next week's going to be even more brutal, but you're right. It is a reduced slate. Yeah. Next week's going to be pretty crazy. Yeah. Um. I I like a small slate. Honestly. I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it at it's, all either. It's fun. Uh it's it's almost like you're playing the afternoon. Like, you know, if you just play Oh, or those games or those days where there's only three games. God, those are the days at the end of it the does, season. It's just it does amazing. sound juicy, but dude, I don't know. Something about last week. And I guess I've kind of noticed it every week, but last week in particular, you know, I do my three uh, cash head-to-heads. And, dude, I'm hoping that they're actually three individual people. They were almost the exact same lineups. Like, I guess they're all either thinking on the same wavelength. They're all all copying some expert out there. And, of course, they they were monster lineups, you know, Devontae Adams, Madison Henry. I mean, they were great, and they crushed me in it. 
And I don't mind losing, but dude, when it's the same lineup, I'm kind of just, I don't know. I get a little bored and bothered by that. Um, so even when you reduce the slate even further, I feel like you're you're asking for that. But I guess that's kind of why I'm looking at the the tournaments a little bit more. So you get a little more variety and I don't know, you don't face that just immediate disappointment that, oh, you're going up against the same people and they're just crushing you. It was a little upsetting. Yeah. That's why I like the 50-50s because I hate the the odds of me just going up against a shark. Sure. That's a good the 50-50s do look cool. I just think that they take a little bit of a higher cut to play them, but maybe it's worth it just to get that frustration out of the way. All right. So obviously we'll talk about these players from this game and it could be a shootout. The big thing is can Heineke get it done? And I think he probably can. He's down here on one of yeah, the I don't first even, sections. I, I don't even think we've said it. It's it's Casey traveling to Washington um, is the 54 and a half point over under the big one of the weekend. Oh, we didn't even say what the game was. Okay. I don't think so. All right. Uh, we've also got Chargers Ravens 51. Justin Herbert coming off that crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. 50 points by himself, man. Oh, my God. Mike Williams cost it 8,100. He's banged up this week. Because, I, because of what he's done. He's just unbelievable, unstoppable, deep threat, PPR, everything. He's just a freak. But from what I'm seeing, a lot the, – the hardest thing about doing this pod tonight, dude, so many players have not practiced at all this week. Mike Williams, Justin Jefferson, like people who were expecting to be out there, but not even limited on Thursday. So it's it's pretty tricky right now, but we'll try to navigate those waters. But totally agree. This matchup between Washington and um, uh, KC, I, I don't think anybody in the world doesn't think KC isn't about to go into Washington and at least light up the scoreboard, probably win by quite a bit, but at least just crunch 30 points at least. It's all about Heineke, man. He looked really bad against New Orleans last week. He's got pretty good weapons. Um, it's just whether he can get it done at home. I don't know. Are he's you a, are you buying? He's, he's, he's got a better track record than than like and and what we know about quarterbacks. How some people have down games. Like there, nobody should be like scared to throw Heineke in a lineup, you know, or play him as I a streamer. In I don't mind it. I, yeah. Weekly. I guess I see him more in the, the tournament. I don't know if I, can you trust, I guess he's, he's pretty dang cheap, but can you trust it in cash? I don't know. He's just a, he's just a punt. Yeah. That's a good call. That's true. He, he's not really risky when he's that, that low. He lets you do so, so many other things. All right, so I think we're both all in. Um, and as we said, the, the other there's really only two that even break the 50-point mark. You want to talk about these these next two? Um, well, I already said what I said about Justin Herbert and everything True. on that side. But uh, on the Ravens' side, obviously we all saw, what was it, Monday night? Or was it Sunday night? The comeback on Monday oh, yeah, night. Sunday yeah. night. 
Or no, Mon- no, it, yeah, it, it was Monday night. It was Monday night miracle God, of Lamar Jackson fourth quarter, like insane. three. It was absurd how bad they looked first quarter, and then he just realized that he was not playing a scrimmage game and, and needed to light it up. Um, it was you know, I think it, it was. It was absolutely ridiculous, and I think I was running a little scared. Remember earlier in the season when the Chargers hosted the Cowboys and everybody thought that was the game of the week and it turned out to be like a 17-13 affair. And at that point, it was brutal. It was brutal. And at that point, I was like, oh, the Chargers defense is legit. And so it scared me off of that Cleveland matchup um, in totality. I, I guess at this point, the Chargers defense is not legit. So I'm leaning that this is going to hit the over and the Ravens are going to be just fine. Yeah, I would think so. I'm playing some, uh, definitely playing some Marquise Hollywood Brown. Great price this week. Still, after what he's shown, he's still cheap. And then we got Cowboys Patriots. uh, 50.5 over under. I'd... This is weird. I guess they expect Cowboys to score a lot of points and just blow the Patriots out. That's all I can imagine, too, man. This one of the three definitely scares me because it is a road game for the boys. They they have not really – we mentioned the Chargers' road game. They have not traveled fantastically. Um, Patriots' defense is legit. I, I guess that's it, man, that they just think the Cowboys are going to go in and put up like – 35 by themselves and the Patriots are somehow going to get to 15 because the Cowboys defense is absolutely legit. Um, so I'm in the, the problem with the Cowboys is, is I do believe that they probably get to that 30 point total, but who is it, man? Like, is it, they have just so many weapons, Schultz, Lamb, Cooper, um, Zeke, even Tony Pollard gets action. Like, it's really, really hard to pinpoint who's going to funnel that offense. Um, so I don't know. I, I guess I've been finding myself staying away from this this matchup, unfortunately. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, those were the good targets. I, I go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to transition into cash. Thanks, man. Let's uh, let's dive in. So JP, you missed it last week. I I had a lot of cash uh, game targets, and I did not do great. I spiked on James no. Robinson, but the rest, it, it felt pretty ugly. Um, let's let's move on. Last week was not – I did okay in the, the dime tournaments because of Kadarius, Tony, and some other hits, but uh, not, not a fantastic weekend. And, and last weekend, you know, we talked about it in our Monday pod, but – it was just insane. The point disparities. If you didn't have 170, you were kind of rough to win on a head to head. You know, you had to really have massive point totals. And if you did yeah. something like Kyler Murray, where you put a lot of money on him and ooh, you, you really got rocked. So it was, it was a tough week last week, but um, run it back this week. And there's really, there's really three backup running backs that are pretty good values and potentially four if CMC sits. CMC is looking kind of like, well, I was going to say 50-50, but he didn't practice at all again today. So he's actually looking more like 20% to play, in my opinion. So that slot's in Chuba Hubbard. I haven't even actually looked at Chuba Hubbard's price. Um, he's probably decent value. 
but Daryl Williams, Devontae Booker, and um, uh, Khalil Herbert, who I'll let you talk about in a little bit, they are all relatively underpriced, and particularly Daryl Williams at 4,900. We're projecting him to be the starter, and we talked about how many points KC should put up. Goal line opportunities, hopefully, pass catching. Um, Jarek McKinnon has not shown anything, so even if it is a 60-40 split, I think Daryl Williams will be the more successful. I'm kind of all in, man. I, I think he's going to be very good in cash, just plenty of opportunity and should be high upside as well. I agree. I think – what do you think between Daryl Williams – Devonte Booker and uh, Khalil Herbert, those insane, like really good value running backs. Are they just all chalk, or do you think like Devonte Booker? I guess scares me the most. He's the highest priced, and he's playing the Rams at I home. I don't think Khalil Herbert is is chalk. I, I've heard, I, I've heard um, DFS analysts like really poo pooing the prospect of playing. Um, any Chicago players? Well, it does make sense. Um, I mean, the Packers defense is legit. Um, oh, so wow. Yeah. Okay. Huh. But the other, but the other two, I think, are mighty chalky, chalky one. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. That that surprises me. I think Khalil Herbert is bottom of the barrel, like four thousand. But I guess it, it doesn't really no, matter like, the price. He's like. Four, he's like four forty nine hundred or something. Is he forty nine? I thought he was bought in the barrel, but he could have he could have been bumped up or oh forty six hundred. That's that's so he's not total bottom, but it's pretty cheap. But I guess if you yeah, don't see, it's pretty cheap. It's pretty cheap, but if, I guess if you don't see production coming, you know it doesn't matter if it's forty six. If he puts up eight points, you're kind of screwed. So. I can dig it. Um, so besides those two backups, uh, and by the way, I'm watching, uh, we're watching the Buccaneers play Philadelphia and the Buccaneers can just do no wrong at this point. They're crushing them right now. Wow. Um, yeah. It's, it's not even a close game. It feel it must feel bad to be an Eagles fan in that stadium right now. Um, so we saw Jonathan Taylor lighted up last week. Uh, great PPR numbers and just smashing. Now he gets to host Houston. He is 6,600. So actually one of the more expensive options on the slate, but you got to spend the money somewhere. And I think he's going to be really fantastic. He's getting so much work. Um, you know, they should be playing from ahead most of the time and could definitely see a two titty game for, for Jonathan Taylor. So I'm definitely fine running it back. Uh, we talked about Cowboys and how it's tough to pinpoint. Dalton Schultz is 4,900, so it's actually, you know, pretty pricey. But, you know, analysts are projecting many points in the Cowboys, and Dalton Schultz is getting high-value targets. So at the tight end position where you're really picking between Kelsey and the rest of the field, I think Dalton Schultz offers some some pretty high upside there still. Yeah, his, his price went up this week, so. Yep. It was they a price bump. Something. Yeah, and against New England, again, again, that New England defense is good, but I think New England is going to focus more on probably C.D. Lamb. And I mean, Dolan Schultz is like the fourth threat, and so I don't think he really gets 
a lot of st- heavy coverage. So I think he'll be surprising. And then we talked about money sinks because honestly, the value at those running back positions feels immense to me and potentially a quarterback that I'm thinking wide receiver might be the place where you have to spend the most cash. Again, if CMC doesn't play, Derrick Henry is not on the slate. Dalvin Cook is banged up, likely to play, but it's, it's feeling a little risky. So there's really not those huge leverage running backs, whereas Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill, I know they're expensive, 8000 and 8500 but it just doesn't feel like one of those weeks where you're having to scrounge for cash. I think you're actually trying to spend it where you can, and I think these players present really high upside. I think particularly Casey is going to smash. Tyreek Hill is seemingly unstoppable. Justin Jefferson is more PPR goodness. Like the Panthers is a good defense. So it scares me on the, off the upside a little bit, but I think that Vikings Panthers game is going to be a little bit more shootouty than maybe people are giving it credit for. Um, so I don't mind spending money there, but particularly Tyreek feels like just a tried and true money sink at this point. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I've been seeing I've been seeing how a lot of like the big tournament winners are using chalk to get there. Um the it's kind of starting to skew the line between um what is a cash and what is a GPP lineup. Mm. Uh, so everyone needs to kind of take note of that as they're playing tournaments this year. Stuff just, it, it's changing a little bit, it seems like, or maybe it's mm. just a current trend. And yeah, I, I do feel the same way about finding the value at running back this week mm-hmm. and going for these big money wide receivers because the value is there. You know, like you said, Daryl Williams, Devontae Booker. Right. Um, your punt, punt boys or tournament boys of uh, Khalil. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of ways to save money and plenty more sure-er things. Um, Travis Kelsey, to me, is like the best play on the board. He's a ridiculously low price for Travis Kelsey. He makes total sense here. Makes total sense. Yeah, like I don't I'm I'm putting him in the flex position. Um and playing like a punt running or a punt uh tight end, you mm-hmm. know. It's like a Ricky and, Seals Jones or well I guess yeah. we'll get there, but but yeah, there's there's a couple three thousand and near their range tight ends that probably have significant value. So it makes sense to do a double tight end this week for sure. Yeah. So I've also got um, Cooper Cup here. So I think Ooh. people might be a little scared of Cooper Cup. And I was really bounce back. On whether I was really debating on whether I should do him or not in the mm-hmm. punt or in the uh, cash or GPP mm-hmm. section, mm-hmm. but something, I guess, I think it was something that uh, Al, maybe it was Al Zeidenfeld or mm-hmm. someone like that 
said he was or maybe it was Mike Clay and they were like um maybe it was Mike Clay and he was uh he said if they if defenses use a a, a zone defense it seems like that's what Cooper Cup really thrives in yes versus man and uh he's gonna be up against the zone this week oh is that what the giant the giants kind of specialize on that yeah so mm-hmm. this might be back back to the base back to the beginning of the year with cooper cup because there's no doubt about the talent of, of oh cup no here in the health i think he, he seems very healthy so yep yeah, he's a very healthy boy. Just look at look at that uh, smile. I, I think Cup actually for a hundred bucks cheaper than Justin Jefferson. I think that's actually a better call. I would probably sink into to Tyreek and a uh, Cup. Justin Jefferson, I, I think, is really strong in PPR, but I think the Rams just completely take care of business. It's probably on the back of Cooper Cup. I think you're right. I think they, they get back back on track. All right, so. I've got Jamar Chase, and I probably should talk about Joe Burrow too here. He's r- really nice um, price and punty punt ish, but I think Joe Burrow just absolutely lights it up this week. Um, going against going Detroit, against, yeah. Okay. Um, and I think uh, Jamar Chase is the receiver of that of said lighting up mm. and at 6,700, I really wouldn't be opposed to taking a shot at him in uh cash. He's just, what did they say on? I think maybe it was the ballers. It was like, he's just so good at catching long touchdowns. <laughs> he has a knack for that already. Yeah. Like some, like some, like uh sports announcer said that. The but, only, uh, I think you're right. I think Joe Burrow is good this week, and Jamar Chase is going to be the recipient. Oh, deep bomb. Oh, what are you doing, Tom Brady? Just throwing it up for an interception. What? Okay. Like a third down punt. Um, but, man, I I really want the Lions D because they're the second cheapest at 2,100. I want them to be okay. Like, I want to be able to use the Lions so bad, so I keep kind of convincing myself that Cincinnati is going to have to go on the road you know, and they might, the Lions have played teams tough. So I keep trying to like work that into my mindset, but ultimately I think you're right. I think Joe Burrow is just going to be fantastic. And then we got Daryl Henderson here at 6K. Just mm-hmm. like I said about Cup, I just think that they're, they look so good in this game and he can just fall into the end zone a couple times, but also get like, 20 touches and it's going to be nasty can you can you fit both of them into a cash or are you picking your picking your poison between cup and henderson you probably pick your poison yeah it seems it seems like a lot to put on both against the giants where i think the rams get theirs but i don't think that they're going to have to do too much come the fourth quarter and i don't think that you're really like 
running it back with any other stack because we don't know if even Daniel Jones is going to play. I guess maybe Devontae Booker, you could do like a Booker. You could run that back against Cup in Henderson, but just doesn't seem like you want to get too heavily invested in this game. Um, I think they're both good values, but I, I feel like you want to probably pick one. All right. Let's see who we're punting. Or let's see who you punted last week. Yeah, I had some decent ones. I mean, I hit on Kadarius Tony. Leonard Fournette was a fine punt. Cobb and Uzoma were not good, but I was I was pretty happy because honestly, Cobb and Tony were both four thousand and I kept kept kind of flipping back in my head. But once uh, those were those were insane plays. Those were those were like weak winners. Yeah, the Tony, the Tony definitely was the one that pushed me towards the, the winning weeks for sure. Those, those, that one certainly felt good. And thankfully, I did pick Tony over Cobb in, in every one of the choices I had. So, yep, that one definitely felt good to to spike a, a tournament play. Hopefully, we can run it back this week. I know that um, this is probably not the upside that you you had with Kadarius Tony, but Amon Ross St. Brown is. Going against Cincy at home, we talked about this matchup. He's only 4,200, and there's really not that many targets to go around. I think Detroit is going to be losing this game. Cephas is now out. Tyrell Williams is out. Jamal Williams didn't practice. DeAndre Swift is absolutely going to be great. Hawkinson did not practice. Hawkinson might not play. Like, there's just nobody else on this team. And so in a full PPR format like DraftKings, I think Amon Ross State Brown is like eight plus target guarantee and, you know, oh, yeah. six, seven. So I'm in on that. I don't think it's huge upside. Definitely don't see like a two titty week, but I'm, for a I'm cheap in on it too. I, I, I love it. Yep. I'm in this one. This one is much riskier. And then on a week where you're not really flush for cash, I'm not sure where you're having to spend this. I guess if CMC ends up playing, I think you have to really drop the 8,800 or whatever it is for him because he's just a beast. So maybe you get pressed there. But if you are in need for a 3,000 wide receiver, DeAndre Carter, Washington wide receiver, had eight targets last week with Curtis Samuel missing, De'Ami Brown seemingly not the wide receiver too, DeAndre Carter kind of picked up the slack there. There are a lot of mouths to feed there still. Uh, of course, Scary Terry. Ricky Seals-Jones is coming on. McKissick and Antonio Gibson get theirs. So it's deep. But again, if you need 3,000, um, you know, I could definitely see targets going the way of DeAndre Carter. And they're going to have to be playing catch-up from, like, the first drive of the game. So, I don't mind it for just a complete, complete punt wild card. And I have a, I have DeAndre Swift in here. That that must have been a miscopy. I probably was wanting to put him in cash. DeAndre Swift is not a punt at 6,300, but I think he's a solid play. I probably was trying to swap him for one of these backups like Darrell Williams. But uh, DeAndre Swift of the same team of St. Brown. Again, they're going to play in catch up. If Jamal Williams sit, it's just even more of a smash play, the amount of targets and his success he's having. Cincy defense is not really legit. So going on DeAndre Swift, I think it's just fine. Who are you feeling in the, the punts? All right. So my favorite punt is uh, Ricky. Ricky! Ricky Seals-Jones, 3K. Oof. 
that's bottom of the barrel right there. That is. And he's been looking pretty good. This is that this is that game we were talking about. That one where it's the only point total that's high as hell. So there's going to be a. I mean, you just have to choose what game script you think it's going to be. But I feel like the the large percentage of ones that it could be include Ricky Seals Jones because. Sure, I guess there's one where Terry McLaurin just balls the hell out. I would kind of love that, to be honest, but he can't do it all. But then there's the other one where they're doing their best to hold down Terry. And the ball's got to go somewhere. They can't just keep throwing it to the two running backs all day. He definitely has... Jones just has himself... If he has nine points, he that's it. You know, yeah, touchdown upside, unlike I think DeAndre Carter's, and with like you said, target. So you're definitely aiming for one of those third quarter, you know, junk time touchdowns, and I think you can get it. All right, Van Jefferson. I know it's not like a total punt because you're having to pay over 4K for him, you know, 44. Um, but if you're not having to do like two sub 4k players and you're able to have that extra little four hundred dollars van jefferson is just involved in the offense i can tell you that like you're watching the game you'll be like oh van jefferson made a, a catch again and it's not exciting sometimes it is he, some he catches a touchdown sometimes oh yeah van jefferson is just a nice little uh make it fit and it, you feel good about it like it's one of the ones where you're like hmm don't feel bad about throwing this guy in here. All right. Uh, uh, Heineke, we teased it earlier. 5,800. I mean, I don't know, like, what ranking he is and, like, as with price as, like, in the quarterbacks this week or whatever, but, like, he – Bottom of the barrel low. for sure. Yeah, bottom of the barrel. He's got to be pretty dang low, 5,800. He's in the he's in the big point total game, so it could happen, and it has it ha- it's happened. You know, he's paid off in pretty much every single week except for um, last week. And I mean, I wouldn't be worried about throwing a man as a punt in a cash. Well, probably feel better about doing it in the GPP, but. In a cash lineup, you know, he can help you get there. He can help you get uh, – you can squeeze all those studs in. And I think and, the best part about Heineke I'm, – I'm sorry. I think the best part is that it's just – he's the easiest person to run it back with, right, because of Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Like, you are fitting him in so that you can run it back for massive points and just fade that Patrick Mahomes price. Uh, so, yeah. love – I love it. Hell, Yeah. Um, so you don't have to pay for Pat. That's great. Um, and then Randall Cobb, 3,900. What I've seen people do on like season long is like pick up Randall Cobb and then drop Randall Cobb. Like they were like, oh, it's, it was just a, right. It was just a fluke when he had a nice week or whatever, but it doesn't cost a, a whole lot. And, 
you, you never know. You you might really you might really regret having dropped Randall Cobb, but you know he might have been more of a tournament play than a punt because he's almost four K. Agreed. All right, that's it for mine. But we are about to get into the D block. D block. Whatever business you're trying to do through the Russian, you got to go through me first. Yeah? Yeah. Because up in this bitch, here, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm what you might consider an authority figure. All right. Last week, it was not great. All of them got five, three to five points, so no home runs in. I'm just at this point, like, I know that, like, Buffalo Bills can get 18 points in a given week. But, dude, I guess I'm just going for bottom of the barrel with the idea that they almost all get, like, four to eight points. And it's just so hard, I feel like, for for defenses to really jet off. And so that's why this week, man, I talked about earlier, 2,100, second of the lowest. The Lions defense is not that bad. I don't think Joe Burrow throws like picks, so I don't think there's huge upside, but maybe a sack or two, hopefully a low scoring affair. I just don't think it kills you. I think you probably get those four to five points. Maybe you get lucky with an eight pointer and it's, it's quote unquote massive four X, but I'm just, I'm loving putting him, putting the lions in at so cheap. And if I am going to pay up and probably get a more legit option for 3,600, I think the Packers traveling to Chicago, Chicago is just so banged up. I don't know if it's Andy Dalton or not, but regardless, both options just suck. Justin Fields is not, has not adapted well so far. And, you know, they're on their third running back at this point. Like David Montgomery was the only thing scaring you about the Browns. And now that's done. So I'm not fearful. And I think the Packers just, the Packers get up big. They force whoever's at quarterback to try to throw it. And that just leads to pick six opportunity. So I'm in on the Packers if you want to spend up. How about you? Who are you feeling at the, the defensive position? Um, when we're looking down at just the bottom of the barrel stuff, you, you look down there and you saw Lions and you thought, I like that. Well, I look down and see Houston and I kind of like it. It's, Houston is like my Jets defense of the week. Because the Jets aren't here. I can't play them. <laughs> so we got Houston, and they're going up against Indianapolis. And Carson Wentz has looked pretty good. And I don't doubt that they're going to score some points here. But if you're looking at all the other quarterbacks that are playing against these other low priced teams, and taking into account the fact of how bad um, Detroit is uh, at how much points, how many points they give up to opposing quarterbacks. Right. Um, he used, I, I just, and I think that Carson Wentz just isn't that great of a football player. So He's so slow. Houston, like he, he loves getting sacked more than anything else in the world. So. <laughs> Um, so Houston at 2,200, it's like a total punt at defense, but 
it's my favorite total punt at defense. And then at the total end of the spectrum is uh, Denver. They're the they're the most uh, expensive defense this week. I think I can't remember if they're the most expensive one. Um, I anyway. maybe maybe Indianapolis hosting Houston probably is I think one of the tops. But uh, Broncos makes sense. I mean, Raiders just falling apart as an as an industry. Yeah, like everything horrible is happening with the Raiders right now, and they're having to travel to um, the Broncos to what will, should be, you know, a deafening crowd at altitude against a really good defense. Could be pretty bad for Darren Waller owners. Who Darren Waller has been kind of silenced the last three weeks or so. He's he's been quiet for sure. And yeah, I don't blame you for thinking that that will continue. All right, let's uh let's get into our tournament plays. Uh last week I hit on Antonio Brown. The rest were mediocre at best. So Brown was nice and Kali, Antonio Brown. I think you said it after week one. You said something like he's the player that everybody's going to look back and be like, I wish I had drafted him where he was. And he's just lighting it up, man. Titties all over, targets all over. He's already got eight targets in the first half in this game. Like he's a 10-plus target guy in a Tom Brady-led offense. He's just nasty. So um, kind of a shame that we weren't able to run him back. I, I still feel that way. Yeah, I think he's just massive. I mean, he's a top 20 wide receiver at worst. He's just awesome. So love it. And it's a shame that we can't play him in DFS this weekend. Um, but uh, so let me talk about some options that I think have not only high upside, but I think they're probably not going to be owned too, too much in tournaments. Brandon Bolden. We talked about Dallas going on the road to New England and probably crushing. So Brandon Bolden with Damian Harris likely out. You know, a lot of eyes are on Ramondre Stevenson, and I don't mind that. But Brandon Bolden has already secured the pass-catching relationship with Mac Jones, and I think he's gotten like six targets and four targets in the last couple games, catching all of them. So in PPR, at 4,700, I actually like the upside here. He might get 13 opportunities or so with um, with Damian Harris out, and they're going to be playing a lot from behind. I wouldn't be surprised at another six-target game from Brandon Bolden. Hopefully, you squeak that touchdown, and I really like his price right now. So, in on him for tournaments. I think you can run Brandon Cooks back. He's not the cheapest. He still is 5,800, but that's really not that bad. We talked about the Colts likely smashing, but also the Colts' defense is not that great. I mean, they shut down Lamar for the first half, but then we saw what actually happened. Um, Marquise Hollywood Brown ran all over them. Now, of course, the Mills is not Lamar Jackson, but I think he actually looks pretty good. Um, so Brandon Cooks, I see getting back on track this weekend and again in full PPR, hopefully another 10 plus targets come his way. And I like him in tournaments. He scares me a little bit in cash, but I think he has high upside on the road. And then at tight end, I I think that your Ricky Seals Jones is is the pick at 3000. But if you want to somehow fade that chalk in tournament, Spending a couple hundred bucks on Tyler Conklin 
at the Panthers again. I think it's a little going to be a little bit more shootouty than people think. Dalvin Cook questionable, doubtful. I think um, Conklin. I think he had the low the low uh, score week last week, but I think he can write this ship and as a decent fade at tight end again if you're trying to fade chalk. Yeah, I love your pick of Brandon Cooks. I almost think that he's like a cash play. He, Would be. He'll, he's he's sure to bounce back this week. Yeah, I mean, right. we knew that the Patriots were going to focus on shutting him down individually, and they sold out to do that. I don't think the Colts take the same approach, so I think he's open again. So you're right. Maybe he's safe enough to be cash as well. All Who right, are you well, feeling I've in got... uh, tournaments? All right, so I've got – Mike Williams, it's just a big spend up. I don't think that's a cash play because it's just so much money. I hope he's right, man. I hope his injury is okay. Even after all of this, I'm just still scared to spend 8,100 on him in cash. Yeah, Um, I agree. Hunter Henry. He's in that he's in that uh game that we were scared about the point total. Um my dad just picked him up in fantasy. He felt pretty good about him. I think he had like an explosive week last week. Hunter Henry is an amazing football player. He knows what he's doing. He's just in a really bad place. It is, especially with uh What's his name? Flanking the other tight end position. Uh, dang it. Guy from Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, can't remember his name. But yeah, Hunter Henry is looking good. I think we were all scared about how the target distribution was going to go to those tight ends. But I think it's pretty clear that Hunter Henry is turning out to be the better fantasy option. So don't mind it. John U. Smith. John U. Smith. Exactly. John U. Smith, I feel like going into the season – more pundits were saying Johnny Smith was the call for season long. Just hasn't oh, panned yeah. out that way. I'm not exactly sure. I guess I guess Hunter Henry's just the the smarter gets open more often. Play it's it's strange, but uh, yep, don't mind that play this weekend in that catch up game uh, versus Dallas. All right, so we got Marquise Hollywood Brown at 5900. Um, I think that's I think that's just the complete must play of the weekend, really. Like what? What's going on with that? Um, that price. He should like, be sixty five hundred at least. I guess it's the Monday night uh, discount there. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, it definitely is. He's just beasting. Um, he, yeah, he should be in the six k, six high six k. Um, Michael Pittman. 5,500. He's just a really good player. Seems like seems like he's getting the most targets and stuff. I think Gigantor had a nice week last week. He did. He's getting involved, isn't he? I don't. I don't even think that the ballers talked about it as much as they love. Oh, uh, him. Gigantor. You're right. That was a missed yeah. opportunity. That's that's their dude. But I don't. I think yeah, he may have. I don't weird. think he got it. I don't think he got in the end zone. I can't exactly remember, but he definitely had some pretty fun catches. And then but we've got your Pittman's boy Khalil a, Herbert. Oh, I was just gonna uh, say Pittman's yeah. a target. Uh, Pittman's a target hog. So 
I agree. 5,500 cheap price for in PPR. And yeah, Khalil Herbert, talk it up. Yeah. So we found out today that Khalil Herbert should be the lead back here. Um, old dude going on the COVID IR. Fat chance he completes two good COVID tests before this upcoming game. And since it's Thursday right now, there's a chance he misses the next two. Right. Um, and boy, I just had COVID. If he actually has COVID, then he might not be the same when he gets back. Oh man. So For sure. that's why, that's why I moved him to the IR on like, uh, some season long and picked up Khalil Herbert because this, this might be his shot to show what he's got. And there, might be no, there might be no going back. So it'd be cool if he could win this job with some, I mean, division game. Ah, I think it's going to be a pretty gritty game versus the Packers, but uh, all of the opportunities are his. So just like Devonte Booker, not stoked about the talent, but to pay for 15 opportunities, you kind of have to spend it. So don't mind it for sure at that price. All right, let's light up the grill, man. Let's get some juicy stat going right here. I am so hungry right now. I'm going to be going to sleep hungry, unfortunately. This segment is just going to get me hungrier. But mm, mm, mm. I want I want the juice, and I think you nailed it on the head with Hollywood Brown. I think you have to target that. And Lamar Jackson finally showed his massive, massive upside. I know it took the last 10 minutes and overtime to get there, but he's running well. He's finding those connections. Finally, the connection to Mark Andrews looks completely legit. And the rushing attack is not there. They're, like the baller said, it's not the same team, man. They cannot succeed on the ground. And their defense isn't there. They can't succeed with that style of attack. They are having to rely on Lamar Jackson to throw and run himself. So Lamar Jackson, 7,400, that's pricey. But again, there's plenty of money to go around. And then Hollywood Brown, only 5,900. I think the stack is just going to be glorious hosting the chargers chargers coming off a just completely exhausting game against the browns i know they won they're feeling good but they that they have to be just so freaking tired man that game was crazy as hell so i think lamar jackson they're going to try to start right and they're going to have to score the chargers are going to do just fine themselves so i'm hoping for big things again running it back with uh lamar jackson in hollywood Yep. So I'm going to have like a slightly less expensive or more expensive cheeseburger here. Of, I think it is at least Stafford at 6,700 and uh, cup at short. What, uh, what was cup? 7,900. Yeah. 7,900. So here we go all in on, on Staffy and Cuppy. I can dig it, man. The road game, but the Giants suck, so they'll be able to do whatever they want. It is, I guess, a, a little concerning, you know, traveling West Coast to East Coast. Thankfully, it's an afternoon game and not a night game, but, uh, you know, a little bit of travel concerns. We'll see what happens, but ultimately, Stafford looks back. He's looking good again. 
Um, I think the distribution to Robert Woods probably helps him just settle down and stop forcing it to Cup, and that's just going to open up the entire offense, and Cup's going to be a great recipient. So definitely don't mind that uh, deluxe expensive stack. All right, man, should we head into the cage? Yeah, let's go inside there. Man, unfortunately, that's the best one. Oh, really good. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I wish I had time to make some more this year, but uh, things have been pretty hectic. So we'll see. Maybe, you know, come off season, we'll do a refresh, but uh, might have to be sitting tight for a little while. But they are good. I appreciate it. All right, man. Let's head in the cage. You weren't here last week. I missed it. Uh, My brother and I, we didn't talk about it on pod, but we actually did do a little cage match off pod where I just crushed him because it was his first time. He did not realize that Alexander Masson really was going to be the cheat code, and he was. So I crushed him. Thankfully, it felt good, but uh, ugh, I'm ready for another bloodbath, man. But uh, let's dive in. So so you were away for a week, so let me uh, give you the, the floor for the first pick, man, as a welcome back. I'll take uh, Travis Kelsey. Can dig that. Um, hmm. boy, I feel like the the mid tier options are, are so plentiful right now, whereas those expensive choices are a little more rare. I would I would hate to steal Cooper Cup from you, but honestly, I love him so much, and I don't think you're gonna run. Well, I guess you could run Tyreek Hill as well, but uh, bro, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna steal Cooper Cup from me right here, man. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's cool. Thank him. I, I snagged him up. Want him. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wanted him for sure. Sorry, man. All right. All right let let um, me run it back to you. All right. I'm going to take uh, Daryl Williams. Oh, I thought, thought with Travis Kelsey, you weren't going to be doing the old double stack, but that's that's very nice. Love that pick. All right. Well, shit. Let me take the last, uh, the last, um, well, I guess there's just no way you're going to take Tyreek so I can save him, but I definitely will be playing Tyreek. Uh, let me take a Hollywood Brown. Love Hollywood. Yeah, that's a juicy one. I would love to get Hollywood right there. That was (laughs) sorry, big guy. That was juicy. (laughs) Man, running back is tricky because again, McCaffrey likely out. Eckler is is really good, but oh man, it just feels weird to be spending up so much on Eckler. I don't know why the the hate continues. He put up thirty four points, thirty three points, like he's beasting right now. But it just scares me a little bit. Oh, it's tough to pull the trigger on running backs with the cheap options available. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with uh, with another running back. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Johnny Taylor. Yeah, nice. Love that pick. Really, really good pick. Um, hmm. Well, I said Eckler, but I just don't know if I can fit it because I do want to go Lamar Jackson and Hollywood Brown. Um, 
it's kind of it's becoming tricky to figure out how to make the budget work at this point. Maybe I sleep on Tyreek. Hmm, doesn't seem great. Well, I think I want to go cheap at tight end right now. So let me go ahead and steal your uh, Ricky Seals Jones pick. I wonder what's going on with Lamar and his illness. Uh, yeah, that's that's not great news there. Uh, that is something we haven't mentioned. He does seem like he had a an illness of sorts, hopefully just the snivels, but obviously they're getting tested for COVID, so that's not it. But uh, yeah, tough to say what's going on there. Missing Thursday's practice. Everybody's missing Thursday. It's been... It's been a wild week for sure. All right. Well, I guess it's time for a big wide receiver. Uh oh. Devontae? Mike Williams? No, not, not a lot of people available, I guess. Well, yeah, you already took Cooper Cup. I did. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I wonder if I can fit Devontae Adams. Yeah. You'd have to punt that. You'd probably have to go like Heineke, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. You haven't, you haven't really spent up yet, have you? You haven't gone. Uh, I guess you want Kelsey. Kelsey's pretty expensive. I don't know if I'm going to be able to like block you from anything for the rest of this time. Well, we can always, you know, once we get to the last couple picks, we can always, you know, throw things around and, and manipulate as we are. We can draft, and then if the budget's tight, we can always go back and do some editing. That's that's cool. I'm going to go for Amon Ross St. Brown here. Oh, nice one, man. Really good budget saver there. Really good. Mm. thought you would go with your, uh, your budget, Van Jefferson, but uh, that is a really nice pick there. Um, you know what? Forget the, uh, illness concerns. Let me go ahead and get my Lamar Jackson stack. So I'll buy in on Lamar. I think, uh, I think I'm going to end up playing a, uh, second tight end mm -hmm. still. Um, Gonna go with Dalton Schultz. Oh, nice! Really good. All right. Well, I think I can make it work. My my roster is a little expensive right now, but I'm. Well, I guess I know that you can. So let me go ahead and snag the cheap, cheap. I'm really deciding on these cheap running backs between Khalil Herbert, who I just know is going to get massive work, but seems like limited upside. Brandon Bolden, who could get really good PPR numbers. Mm. Let me take the work. Let me go with Khalil Herbert. Uh, who did you pick him over? You didn't. You like him better than uh, Booker this week? I don't necessarily like him, but Booker is. I think Booker's fifty six hundred. So I'm just trying to fifty four hundred. So I'm just trying to make the money work. Um, I like Booker more for points, but. Um, I was picking between Herbert and Brandon Bolden. I actually, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just a sucker, but the Brandon Bolden PPR bump, I think, is legit. 
Uh, but I'm just going to go with the guaranteed product. I mean, guaranteed opportunities with Khalil Herbert. But no, Booker Booker's a very solid pick. It really pains me to do this. Oh no. Um. I don't think I don't think you're gonna be picking any of the rest of my lineup because mm-hmm. you already have too much salary spent, no True. interest, things like that in these guys that I'm about to pick. So oh. how about I just tell you the rest of my lineup here? Oh, I don't mind it. Yeah, we've got three or four slots left, but go ahead and run it off. So you even able to fit the cash? Sure, I don't mind. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna want these players so no go Uh, ahead so i've got the worst defense on the week oh don't take my lines now washington football team you already have kelsey and daryl henderson or daryl will darrell williams that's that's nasty (laughs) okay (laughs) okay yeah i don't mind if you want to spend an extra hundred on the lions but the lions suck too so i can dig it all right washington so my last three players are Joe Burrow. Mm, okay. Devontae Adams. Okay. And Tim Patrick. Oh, Tim Patrick is nice. That's a shame that you miss out on the, the stack with uh with Joe Burrow, but it's it's a cash game. It's it's not a huge deal. Yeah. I I, get... I didn't I didn't feel like spending up on uh on Jamar. Yeah, I can dig that. Let me see. So so I appreciate you laying those out there. I do want to try to slot in Tyreek, but it does make the does make things tight. That means I definitely need to go in on my Lions defense. And it gives me ten thousand for a running back and a flex. That is that is just fine. I can make that work. Which running back am I most interested in? I like DeAndre Swift a lot. Um, of course, I like Daryl Williams and Jonathan Taylor a lot, but you have those. Booker is fine. So I, I'm going to play for just a second because I like I like Booker and I like Swift. But let me see what those do to my um, to my budget here. Leaves me with 4,300 at flex. Is there a 4,300 that I? Amon Ra would have been pretty sweet, but that's gone. Wow. Mooney. Daryl Mooney. I guess I already have um, Darnell Mooney. Sorry. I guess I already have Cleo Herbert, so that doesn't really make much sense to do a double stack on that. T.Y. Hilton. There's just no way. Yeah, I don't think Swift is going to pan out. Who else did I say? I said Booker. Let me see what that, that plays out. Um. Oh, and I do like Henderson Jr., but I already have Cup. That's not great. Uh, so 5,400 for Booker leaves me 5,200 at flex. Is there a sexy 5,200? Uh, Tim Patrick's pretty sweet there. Oh, there's really not. Oh, this is the hardest when you get those last two that you're trying to make that budget look great, and it just doesn't look great. Um, let me, let me do punts. Let me go to my punt plays. Oh God. Can I really play Deandre Carter? <laughs> oh no. Oh God. He's just going to smash this week. 
You're such a jerk, man. Oh, God. I'm so scared to do it in cash, but uh, what does that let me do? That gives me 7,600. Aaron Jones is fine, I guess, but not great. Dude, this is this has become really, really tough. Maybe I can upgrade my defense to the Packers. Leaves me 6,100. Henderson Jr.'s right there, but I have Cup already. Man, what do we think about Chuba Hubbard with uh, Chuba Hubbard's actually probably pretty good. Man, Kareem Hunt is really good. Yeah. Kareem Hunt is really good, but I'm $100 off there. Mm. Dude, this is this is frustratingly challenging right now. I'm so sorry to All right, you know what? Give me give me the Colts defense against hosting Houston and give me Kareem Hunt in the RB. Boy, that took a while to get there, but I actually like how it turned out. So, all right, how about you read off your lineup? All right. My lineup is Joe Burrow, Jonathan Taylor, Daryl Williams, Devontae Adams, Tim Patrick, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Dalton Schultz, Travis Kelsey, and the Washington football team. That could absolutely get there, man. I am going Lamar Jackson, Kareem Hunt, Khalil Herbert, Cooper Cup, Hollywood Brown, Tyreek the Freak, Ricky Seals-Jones, DeAndre Carter in the flex in the Colts defense. We will see how it goes, man. I like a lot of your pieces. I like a lot of mine, so it should be fun. And uh, we'll tune in on Monday and talk some crap to each other. I hope it's a fun weekend. I'm hoping that my family gets all recovered. And, uh, and good luck, man. See you Monday.